Welcome to the Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you this morning. What a great morning. And I don't know why, but I've been doing so many other things first and then coming to do this, and I'm just trusting it's all inspired action because I get to read my book in the morning and take care of my puppy and my kitty and everything's good. <clears throat> so, so, um, I, yeah, I'm like really excited about today and I woke up and it, I didn't touch my phone until the podcast, which was really a, such a great reminder. When I was reading my book, I was reading my book with my puppy in my arm, you know, Toulouse, and we were laying down on the bed and he was on his back, like cradled in my arm on my side. And I was thinking about how, if I was him, how I wouldn't have a clue um, where I was. Like, like he, he knew where he was. He was on the bed with me. But I was reading a book and my mind was going into that story. So I wasn't as present with him. I wasn't experiencing whatever was happening in the room or the bed around us. I wasn't experiencing that. I was gone. I was somewhere else. And I was having a different experience in him, even though we were together, even though we were side by side. And I became very conscious of the fact that I was um, in another place than he could even know because he couldn't read the book. He only lives with his senses. And in his senses, there was no story of a woman discovering a murderer and all this stuff. There was none of that. And um, that wasn't his reality. So that kind of brings me back to today. Um, Today's like... <clears throat> podcast, which is uh, going back to this idea that all of our happiness lies in the present moment, and the present moment depends on our five senses being activated. So how <clears throat> how are you activating your five senses? And how are you registering your happiness? So all misery is resistance to this now moment. So if in this now moment, like I decided that I wanted Bella here and she's not here, then that could compromise my happiness because I had an expectation that wasn't being met, but an expectation that was not based on reality because reality is she isn't here. (laughs) She isn't here. My goodness. So um, if we deal with reality and reality is that I'm sitting on my bed, in my room, in a house, on a lake. Um, And that's as far as I can see. Madawan, even in and of itself, is an idea. But here I am sitting in this bed. And I'll tell you, as far as I can see right now, 
are the walls of this room and additionally out the window, the side of the neighbor's house. That's all I can see. I can't even see the sky. I just see the side of the neighbor's house. So this is my world. And when I can come to terms with the fact that my world is as far as I can see, touch, hear, feel, um, and taste, then I will find that suddenly there's a lot of happiness available to me. If I'm not judging and I'm not setting expectations and I'm living in the present moment, therein lies all the good stuff. So it's so easy for us to decide I'd be happier if, if I made more money, if I had a different job, if I had a different partner, if I wasn't so fat, if I was skinnier, if I, yeah, I meant to say if I was fatter, <laughs> I was trying to do the opposite there. If, um, if what, if I had a better wardrobe, if I lived in a different town, if I had a different family, it could go on and on, right? So people often set these little tiny resistances up for happiness. The resistances to happiness. So do you have any resistances to happiness? And if you do, can you be honest? Can you look at them? Can you today let them go? Because I promise you, you won't miss them. They're not serving you. And as soon as you let them go, something new happens. So let's go back to the idea that if I had an expectation that Bella should be here, well, first of all, it's going to create a lot of resistance to her showing up. Um, so she's going to be even further away. Mm. Next. Okay, next. Um, I'm going to continue to feel miserable. I'm going to continue to send out a lack vibe and I will continue to keep her at arm's length, um, you know, away from wherever I am. Now, if I turn that around and if I think happy thoughts and joyful thoughts and I send her love wherever she is and I celebrate the perfection of this moment just as it is, that creates attraction. And that's why when we have a happy thought, a passing thought about someone, they will often call us or um, we'll notice they just texted us because they were having a happy thought about us too. <clears throat> and there was a connection. So if you want to manifest the things in your life that are missing, first of all, let's stop thinking of them as missing. Second of all, let's bless them. Let's send lots of love to them and open our arms to receive. Whatever the receiving is, even if it's more lack of it, it's okay. And what's going to happen is things will change. We have to be grateful receivers in all that we do, think and say. So it's so sweet because um, a really good friend of mine yesterday was um, knowing, knowing that the next um, step for her was to be a grateful receiver, but she wanted permission to do it. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful that I, I just... I, I could not help but send tons of love because sometimes we do need someone to hold space for us to be able to do the thing that we find hard to do, even though we know it's in complete alignment with um, our truth. So if you are in a, a hard situation where you are ready to accept something, but it's not your norm, it's not your go-to, then find a beautiful human who will hold space for you to receive that gift, right? Because that's everything we receive is a gift. 
when people say things to me that I don't like or, or, or say things to me that are really beautiful but I don't want, like let's just throw it out there, a marriage proposal from a friend, right? I actually just bless the moment and I say thank you. Thank you so much, but no, no thank you. Like I bless the moment, I bless the person, I am honored but I say, no, thank you. So I receive the compliment, but I turn down the, uh, the commitment, you know, but I receive the compliment. And the same thing is with, um, you know, there's all this stuff about harassment and all. And granted, if you're putting out a certain victim vibe, you will attract an attacker, someone who does have malicious intent. So we want to curb any victim mentalities that we have by being in our power and that happens by loving ourselves. So for myself, loving myself unconditionally, when someone compliments me, um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking like someone uh, a month or so ago got a look. Uh, I was leaning over loading a boat and got a look um, at my cleavage and was very grateful and said as much and said I could keep on leaning over and, and this person was really grateful and I took it as the compliment it was, even though, uh, we are in a society that could consider that very vulgar or inappropriate. I thought it was very honest and, um, and there may come a day where I just don't have that cleavage to actually be complimented. So I am appreciating all of it now. I'm appreciating the fact that I had the moment, the fact that someone, you know, paid me such a, a sweet, endearing compliment. And you may not think it's sweet and endearing, but to me, it's just like, I want to just celebrate every moment. And so I just said, thank you. Thank you. And um, it doesn't mean there's any commitment or anything to act on. It's quite the opposite. It's just a being present in the moment, celebrating the moment, whatever it is. And it can be tricky, like when Bella does something and is brought to my attention, something she shouldn't have done, I don't exactly feel like celebrating that moment, but it takes me back again to my belief, as the, as the French say, that, um, gosh, I always wonder, how do I turn that off? Anyway, I believe as the French uh, say that When we discipline, we are actually having an opportunity to teach. And that I find very helpful. So I go back to the fact that um, it's an opportunity. I'm grateful for the opportunity to clear something up with Bella, to bring something to her attention, to teach her the the way the world um, reacts and responds to our being and how to navigate that. You know, because Bella might have been completely in her truth, completely in her power, um, but it's not, it's not, well, it's not welcomed in the society that we're in, you know, so I will give her the big picture, right? And the big picture is perhaps she should have included me in the decision so that I could have been the aspect that made it socially acceptable, you know, I could have made it okay for a bunch of children to, you know, do something adventurous uh, if I had been present or had known. So 
these are all the kinds of things that we are navigating in a world filled with people with different ideas and it's time for us to haul in haul in our world because when we lean out to make everyone else satisfied with our presence with our behavior we get very stressed because it's just too much there's too many different perspectives out there to to satisfy so we have to come back in bring the kingdom back to the five senses the five senses everything you can see taste hear touch and feel this is your world and how are you going to govern this world even if you're the only one in it even if your kids in it with you even if your spouse is in it how are you going to be in your power loving yourself how are you going to keep it present front and center so i've been blessed to be divorced um, from bella's dad because when bella is with her dad i can um and it it happened pretty quick i have been able to let go let go of bella as part of my world because she's in good hands she's at her dad's i know he's on the job and here in my world bella is not so i do not uh i don't miss her i don't grieve i don't worry i don't stress and when I have a happy thought about Bella, I give her a call. And if she answers, great. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. I have no expectations that she will answer or not answer or that, you know, I'll have a great conversation or not or that I'll just be leaving a message. I have no expectations. But I like to follow up on this happy thoughts. And it's not just with Bella. It's with other friends, too. I'll reach out and check on them and be with them. Mm. So... This is a different concept. I did mention it um, in a previous podcast about your kingdom. Um, So this is an extension of that. And it's about the fact that you can't have expectations and judgment for your happiness to be innate within this kingdom that you have. Additionally, even though something's not here and you're like, but I really want that better job and I really want to have a great relationship with my children or my husband or my wife. or Well, this is where you activate the magnetic pole of positivity. You send love. You send blessings. You shower ideas of prosperity and abundance on those that you want to bring into your world. And whether they come in or not, they will be blessed by you. But more likely, you will have a connection with them that this reality cannot keep apart. So it is so powerful, this unconditional love. But it has to start with you. So don't forget that. If you're just new to this podcast, there's a lot of podcasts that talk about unconditionally loving yourself first. You can't extend true blessings and true love if you are not first loving yourself. So if all you feel within you is lack and you're pushing out blessings and love, it's pushing it out through lack, through lack, and it will not serve you. So if you want to serve you, then you just do that. You serve you by loving yourself unconditionally. Really whopper powerful. And you may say, well, how do I love myself unconditionally? It is a choice every single second what will I eat? Is this something my body wants? What time do I go to bed? Will I take this phone call? 
uh, I thought of this person, do I really want to call them? Am I prepared for going to work? Am I honoring my, uh, what is it? Am I honoring my, my happiness and my, uh, what would we call that? Heart singing. Am I honoring my heart singing? Because you know what? Things make my heart sing, like music. Am I honoring it? Not all the time. I would love to play more music. Am I honoring my desire to create? Not all the time. Like there could be more room for that. So what is it that brings joy to you that you are not honoring? And could you integrate that more? So that would be worth checking out. Whew, such good stuff. Such, such good stuff. Alrighty. So we're going to hit our little outro and then you're going to be all good because, because it's a beautiful day. Hope it's a beautiful day where you're at. Sending you much love. Mwah. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.